this one pizza is based off a uh, pizza place in what's called Biscuit, Connecticut. And it's a pizza place called A Slice of Heaven. Now, Julia Roberts stars in this particular film called Mystic Pizza. Anyway, just a quick production note. Probably don't leave any of this illicit drug talk in, <laughs> yeah. in, in the, uh, yeah. the final product, Steve. Oops. Yeah. I thought that might go in there, actually. <laughs> I was like, let's all sit around talking about weed. Like, like, I just feel like, I don't know. I don't know. I was in Colorado. Yeah, it'll turn people <laughs> off, I guess. Sometimes. Maybe. I mean, we already do enough to turn people off. Actually, one of the reasons that I floated your name for somebody that I wanted to have on uh, was just because we've been, like, talking so much politics lately, uh-huh. and as you might imagine, just almost everyone in my circle is just incredibly liberal, and you're somebody that identifies as a conservative somewhat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I hope you don't mind me bringing no, this up. No, not at all. I don't, I don't, I, I've, my, uh, I used to be a lot more, it was, like, born-again Christian kind of conservative back, oh, okay. back, 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 way back. Like, I grew up with know, a lot of, of those. And, and... It was like the silly Christian stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, we were convinced that, you know... That the, Speaking in like tongues and rapt- stuff? Well, no, nah, we weren't like... We were evangelical. We weren't like Pentecostal, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, there's, there's a difference. I don't know if you guys know the difference. Well, but I, I, I grew up in a, uh, a somewhat evangelical um, adjacent sort of situation. Mm-hmm. Like, I grew up Messianic Jewish. Oh, which, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and really? So, yeah. That's fascinating. Yeah, and yeah. so, like, there was definitely speaking in tongues and stuff yeah. in that kind of situation. Well, like, evangelical Christians, like, Messianic Jews were like... That was, like, the ultimate level. That was, like, super Saiyan. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, actually, (laughs) weirdly enough, just to, to, like, tie politics back into this, like, part of the reason that I wound up leaving Messianic Judaism was we just got this influx of, like, super conservative Christians that were coming that, you know, wanted to be, like, more special, I guess. Sure. Because, you know, Jews, God's chosen people, etc., etc. And it just started really changing the atmosphere of the place. You know, it stopped being a lot of Jewish people or a lot of Jewish people that believed in Jesus or whatever, Mm -hmm. and started just being a lot of super duper Christian people yeah. that believed in Judaism, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys want to get into it, but, like, sometime we can get into it and I can tell you, like, my story. You know, oh, I yeah. Mean, I mean, I, it, know, I, I don't know if you want to tell them the show or not, but I we'd be happy it, to have it. It doesn't, like, it doesn't bother me at all. I mean, I... I how long a story are we talking here? Um, <laughs> I mean, I can, I can whittle it down. I don't have to, like, get into... Well, let's get know. talking, you know. All right, so, uh, my ex-wife, we were kids when we met. Uh, she was super Christian... I was Orthodox Christian, like Serbian Orthodox, so it's very okay. A lot of uh, ecumenical stuff, a lot of mm. lot of clergy and stuff like that. So not mm. not not like hardcore. It's mm. just you know. But there was like defined hierarchies and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like that. it was just very loose. You know. Where was and, uh, were there sermons in English or was it? Uh, no, actually, it was uh, either Serbian or Ukrainian, which Ukrainian, I didn't understand. Huh. Yeah, it was wild, but. Because the priest, that, the only priest I can get when I was a kid was like a Ukrainian, or, you know, mm-hmm. Orthodox. But anyway, uh, so I, I I go whole hog with with her, and I do the whole like, oh yeah, you know, I meet a lot of great people, which I, some I still know. But my ex suffered from massive depression. There was abuse when she was a kid. Mm-hmm. Disassociative identity disorder. I don't know if you guys know what that is, but sort of uh, DID is you know. So I. 
I started realizing that the church really didn't know how to respond to us. Because, mm-hmm. like, a lot of it was, well, you know, God will only give you so much, or God will never give you more than you can't handle, which is nonsense. It's like, mm-hmm. it's all, I just realized a lot of platitudes, and these people didn't know how to respond to us, and I don't blame them, because they're human, and what we were going through was not a normal thing, quote-unquote. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, we finally, when we finally split, like, I'd already, like, in my head, I'd already, like, left the church, because it didn't, it didn't make any sense. And then I started, like, analyzing, like, what are these things that I said I believed? And it was, like, the rapture, and, like, why is there, you know, it's a Western thing. I studied it a little bit. It's, like, that's a new thought, like, that mm. somehow Christians are going to be brought up out of the earth when bad things start happening. And I went, well, w- what happened to the Chinese people that are getting killed for their f- faith? Why aren't, why aren't they being raptured before they're beheaded or hanged or whatever? Mm-hmm. And I realized it's just a white, this is a white people thing. <laughs> you know? it's, yeah. it's not a real thing. The rest of the world is not the way we live. You know? right. So I just tried to like, realize that these people are having an experience that is real to them you know, in our churches because they've never experienced what I'm experiencing. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So... So then I was like, oh, so everything is just about your experience. Like, your life is what you're living through, you know what I mean? Right. So if you live through this perfect little bubble, and these kids who are earnest and really believe that God's out there, and they're they're singing out to Him, and they're just feeling that love, that's real to them, you know? Mm-hmm. And to me, I, c- I couldn't relate. I just, like, kind of sit back and watch these guys, and I'm like, I c- I'd like that, I will want that, mm-hmm. but I, I can't, from the shit that I've seen and experienced... Like that's not gonna. I, I can't allow myself to feel that because right. it's just it's I've, not real. I've literally been there. Yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying. Like, so, yeah. and and so that's uh, that's just kind of my thing now. And I, I I try to hold back my like you know religion talk with my friends. A lot of my friends that still want to believe and stuff. And it's just like you know like what's the matter with you know name your religion Islam right now? Well, they haven't had a reformation, and they're like, what does that mean? I go, well, they haven't decided that they don't actually believe in it anymore. And mm-hmm. they were like, what does that mean? Well, right. we had a reformation that we decided we're going to take all this crazy shit in the Bible and we're just not going to pay attention to it because it's crazy. It's insane. And we're just going right. to... We're people, just going yeah, to listen yeah. to the stuff that is nice and it makes us feel good and it encourages families and it's it get the warm fuzzies. But the, the you know the, the, the super hardcore Eastern Muslim people, uh-huh. they still hold on to that crazy shit that we're like, what? That's crazy. You know? To yeah. me, Reformation is almost taking account of the context in which uh, it exists. Mm-hmm. So, like, in reforming Christianity, you essentially, you're like, well, this is the modern situation. You know, we don't have slaves, and we think right. that that's, like, morally right. repugnant and right. stuff, and so obviously all the slave stuff has right. to go out. Right. Exactly. And, you know, at the end, what are you left with? You know? Right. You're just the warm fuzzies. You're yeah. like, yeah. it's nice. And that's exactly. nice. And, that's, and yeah. there's nothing yeah. wrong with it if you want to go with it, but Eh, and so, you know. I, uh, I, for like a time when I was like younger, you know, I like uh, denounced God and like, you know, I was like, screw that stuff. Like, I'm never having any part of it ever again. And I kind of never have, and I'm happily like without, you sure. know. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, like there was just a point where I started seeing the Bible as more of like a farmer's almanac from 3,000 years ago. <laughs> That's and a great it's just way of like, uh, it, yeah. like, sure. why are you like, like, pick up like a new version of this at some point, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, like the Mormon book. Something way newer. Like, yeah. just go watch Indiana Jones <laughs> or something. Hubbard. And like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, get some Dianetics. <laughs> no, it's it's art. It could be beautiful. It could be meaningful. Mm-hmm. But then when you read the crazy shit, you gotta you gotta be. Lying 
logical and go, okay, well, that's just crazy, and that was just of a time that we are not in. You yeah, I mean? right. Yeah, so, so. I grew up like uh, like pretty super Catholic, not like, but like there was always like a priest at like uh, you know some of our like family events. But he was more of like an uncle. He was Uncle Dennis, mm. who's uh, my one uncle's brother. But uh, yeah, he was always around. And he did like everybody's weddings and stuff, and like funerals and all that crap. But like uh, you know, we were never we never had like uh, like science fiction ideas like in our family. You know, like that was that stuff was in the Bible, but like. There's really no such thing as, like, God's lightning or something, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we just kind of kept it in, in, like, a uh, in like a traditional family kind of way. That's kind of how we did it. And that's how my family still does it. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's what I like about religion, you know? Right. It, like, keeps families together. And, uh, right. you know, it's like... Uh, well, it should. Like It can. And why, it go to, why go to a family Christmas if you, like, hate Christmas, you know? Right. Like, you got to sort of love Christmas a little bit. Therefore, you have to kind of love something Christian, and uh, whatever. I just realized one day that I do love Christmas, so like... Oh, Christmas is great. Christmas is great. Yeah. But like, I want to be able to celebrate Christmas, so at face value, yeah, like I'm sort of a Christian, because I love Christmas. But you love Christmas, you love Saturnalia Christmas, you love, you know what I'm saying, you love all the pagan stuff of Christmas, which is the part that makes it great. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, that's all the fun stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, like... uh, Maybe more pagan stuff. Like putting bells on houses, that's like my favorite Christmas tradition. (laughs) Wait, with like staples? Or mice. mice. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. you put a little bell on a mouse. I'm not familiar with a little Santa fun. hat and then like if you hear a bell in your house you know where the mouse is <laughs> yeah no for me what, what eventually moved me away from religion was you know there was some of some of that kind of stuff where it just like their experiences weren't my experiences but uh, in a lot of ways that manifested in politics for me and it was just um like my family I didn't even really realize how liberal my family was until like later but like I had my ideas about, like, how people should treat other people and stuff, sure. and, and, and people, like, I just spent, like, probably close to a decade just, like, completely unable to comprehend why people, like, didn't agree with me on this stuff in my, you know, the environment in which I grew up, and um, I don't know. Uh, like, eventually, it just became too hard for me to believe something that the people that were the strongest adherents of so clearly didn't. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. well, like there's a lot of stuff in the Bible about taking care of poor people and stuff. Is like, like kind of, you know, where, or at least if you're looking at it from a reformed perspective, mm-hmm. you know. Um, well, and and that's kind of where the politics like strays for me. Like, yeah, like individually, I think you're right, mm-hmm. but politically, government wise, I don't. That's where I, that's where I'm like fall off. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. But I, I, I also don't get the impression, and part of the reason that I think you and I are able to have a conversation about this is I don't get the impression that you think that like I'm secretly trying to destroy things by no. putting government in charge. No. Yeah. <laughs> you, you know. Whereas, no, no. whereas a lot of conservatives are like, um, well, I don't believe that the government should do that, and so this person must also not believe that, and actually has secret, you know, a secret agenda. To no, I, I don't. I don't think you want to make a secret satanic cult or anything. <laughs> 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 like, <laughs> right? No. Yeah, um, yeah, it's, I uh, for uh, like a, a good couple months was looking for a really good like satanic cult around, <laughs> just because I like wanted <laughs> to really go good. like I wanted to go mm-hmm. like wear a red cape and some horns somewhere. Yelp, and, like, Yelp didn't help out. With stand that. around. <laughs> now, did you check the Yelp? pages or nah, I looked around like the internet and stuff I was like satanic temple like into mm. google and like satanic temple Philadelphia and uh, I just don't think those things exist 
No, I think that the Satanists, the people that call themselves Satanists, are, are you know, they're, they're basically anti-theists. Mm-hmm. And they're using Satanism as kind of a parody of sure. Christianity to, like... There was a temple of Set in St. Petersburg. When yeah. I was, uh, well. Yeah, I'm sure there are, like, set places, like, yeah, like, there's probably, like, a pretty big one in, like, California or something. Yeah. Yeah, I think it more exists in people's minds, and everybody who thinks that way is just a little bit too lazy to enact it. See, I don't want to call myself an atheist yet, because I don't... Yeah, I'm not really an atheist. Well, see, I I don't know. And I don't know if I'm a agnostic, you know what I mean? Agnostic is probably pretty close for me. Yeah, it's pretty close, but I don't... See, I I want to say that I don't know, because I don't know. You're agnostic towards your agnosticism. Yeah, right. I want to say that that, that it's all just completely random seems just as kind of... Crazy, you know what I mean? Which which means, but but to say that there's just a definitive old man in the sky with a beard that's jealous. Yeah, yeah maybe you know it's a whole I mean? other religion that yeah. none of us have thought up yet. Well, I don't you know. know. <laughs> well, like, uh, like I've literally had this conversation with my best friend. What if aliens are real? Which which we were like, well, they probably are. Like scientifically speaking, there's probably other life in the universe, or there has been. So so mm-hmm. so so he said, well, we would. We would have to tell them about Jesus. I go, but what if they have a God and they want to proselytize us? Mm-hmm. I go, what happens then? I mean, maybe their God's better. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, right. So, so that's that was uh, that was the conversation we've had, and I realized, oh my God, that's yeah. What if they're insane. all just doing miracles and stuff? <laughs> yeah, right. What if they're yeah. like super powered? <laughs> they're like our, our spaceships run on prayer. You know. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, so that's why I just I, just I always think like too think much that to, like uh, like just because I don't believe in God doesn't mean that I think everything is totally random. You know, I think uh, a long, long time of randomness like tends to order itself. You know what I mean? So we're talking like billions upon billions right. upon billions. You of mean centuries. like chaos theory? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's like it's not that somebody designed it; it's that it just kind of designed itself over time. <laughs> Which things tend to do. It, like, you it, throw marbles down, like, and, uh, and a hill. Is, some of those marbles are going to yeah. follow each other. You and know? that is as, as reasonable an answer as saying that there's some divine power that exactly. everything. So you know there, I mean? there, <laughs> like, uh, you could say that there is a mind behind it, but it is a mind of its own. You know? No, You're not supposed to cling on to it and I call dig. it father. <laughs> You're not supposed to latch onto it and call it father and expect gifts from it. You're supposed right. to just, like... Oh, that's a whole other thing. Go yeah. with it, you know? Yeah. The whole asking for stuff is weird. <laughs> this is the uh, the Mystic Pizza Minute. This is a podcast in which we sometimes talk about uh, the movie Mystic Pizza, 1988, Julia Roberts' vehicle, directed by Donald Petrie. But not this episode. No, this is all religion. <laughs> Our all religion talk. The mystic Sorry. part of yeah, Mystic Pizza. Is, yeah, well, that's the whole premise of the show. Yeah, you know? right Welcome to our new podcast, Mystic. And no, no, this is the pizza-free episode. Yep. Anyway, I'm David Holford. I'm John Windsor. And with us today we have... Alex Kohler. We've already been talking to you for yeah, like yeah. close to 15 minutes here. But no, I like, love it, guys. I love it. <laughs> well, let's get an introduction in. Yeah. So, uh, what are we on today, Windsor? Today we are on Minute 65 of the 1988 classic. Alright, let's briefly go pizza. through this and then back to religion. Did I say the right wrong 65? <laughs> did I say 65? Yeah, 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 I think you did. Okay. Because I meant 65. Did you? <laughs> Wait. What number wrong? did you mean? <laughs> 65. Six, 65. Okay, just checking. The big 65. So, yeah, in minute 65, it starts out with, um, what's her name? JoJo. She's walking. You should probably know her name by this point in the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, Lily Taylor, aka one. JoJo. She's walking along uh, the docks. What's JoJo's last name? Uh, Barboza. Nice, nice. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, she's walking along the docks. It's right after the scene with Bill on the docks where she uh, watches him kind of sail away into the sunset. Mm hmm. 
And uh, so she's seemingly on the same dock, and she walks into the back of this... Uh, yeah, I had some geography questions about this one. But... She walks into the back of this building, and you see Kat's scooter parked outside the back of this building. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like on a, the dock. Yeah, it's like a marina-type building. It's like, you know, where they would keep the ropes. Like it might have been a warehouse at some point or something. Mm-hmm. But then you quickly find out that she's walking into the back door of Mystic Pizza. Right. And uh, so she walks in and she greets everyone. She's like, hi, Manny. How's it going? Yeah. And everybody's just staring at her. Manny, the dishwasher's there. Kat's there. Daisy's there. Leona's there. And, uh, it's a jo- full house. JoJo busts in. She just, like, quickly starts doing work. She Are there starts... any other servers that we just aren't introduced to, you think? <laughs> Maybe. These might be, like, the core like, servers. Let me think about this for a second. Because, okay, so... Leona owns the place, but she also works there, Makes basically. The pies, yeah. And so mm. then... And, yeah, and so... You have three people. Presumably, they're working like forty-hour work weeks. Yeah. Does that work? One of them's gonna have to be, and I'm <laughs> assuming it's one of those. Maybe it's JoJo. And we don't see a second dishwasher. No, there's just Manny. So I mean, he's probably not putting in sixteen-hour days, right? Manny well, might be putting in as much work well, as Leona. Wait, really? So do, do they open? Maybe, the maybe they're an uh, item. Maybe they're an item. Do maybe. they open for lunch? They're not open for breakfast, right? I'm going I to guess... I don't think open for breakfast, but they appear to be open for lunch. There there are yeah. scenes that... Like, I think this movie's set during largely during the autumn, mm. and there are scenes where it's, like, bright and sunny out. They and, probably close yeah. at, what, nine in that town? Eight or nine, yeah. but if you're doing delivery pizza, you're going to want to stay open until, like, midnight. I don't know what the situation was in the 80s. Maybe people just didn't expect... That's a expect. small town, man. Yeah. That's not, like, a... It's true. A people didn't expect pizza to be available at all it's hours. It's a tourist the town, though. Yeah. But they might have had different hours depending on the season, too. Yeah. yeah. It's not a you know bustling hub like media. Right. So uh, you could say that, like, Leona probably shows up. What time is it right now? I think it's, like, they're not even open yet, it's so... It's, like, 8 in the morning. Yeah, it's time. probably, like, 8 in the morning. Oh, really? Okay, so... You uh, think it's, they're, they're that early there? Huh? Yeah, because I bet they open... Well, maybe I don't know because he she walks out, and he's just leaving for the day, and presumably a fisherman is going to go out well, I think Quite she early, gets out right? early. I, they don't really give you a time frame, like, after she's longingly looking at him or confusing. So she might have been standing there for a while. So she could have been, she could have gone home, she could have cried. She really watched him she, disappear on yeah, the horizon. Yeah, she took, just like, like, two hours. She's like, did he just say all those things to me? Men don't usually say that, you know, so. But, yeah. when she comes in and everybody's staring at her, she's like, what? What's the problem? Yeah. They're like, you're three hours early. Mm-hmm. Now, oh, good point. So, yeah. so I do think that she just kind of went straight there. Like, I mean, she could have stood there, like, you know, staring off longingly for a little bit, but yeah. Like, no, no, I, you're right. Three hours early is the good And we old. find out that uh, Mystic Pizza is within walking distance of JoJo's house. JoJo just lives an existence that's entirely within, like, a, you know, 100 foot radius of, yeah. of itself. Yeah. She met Bill on the marina outside of her house, and then, like, a block over is Mystic Pizza where she works. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. well, that makes sense. Yeah, she doesn't, she, so, it's not her scooter out there. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so, yeah, JoJo walks in early. She immediately starts doing all this work. She's, like, taking napkins down, like, off the counter and stuff, and, like, replacing the napkins and all that. That stuff and everybody's looking at her like what are you doing here and she's like what and they're like you're three hours early and she's like so what you know and they're like what's up like something's wrong because she's being all frantic and stuff and uh leona says like you pregnant jojo and jojo's like bite your tongue leona yeah i think that that accusation might especially smart considering like the like reason that she and Bill kind of are on the splits here, mm-hmm. uh, because you know they immediately assume like, up oh, her sexuality has gotten her into trouble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So like, I bet that stings. Like it's either that or something else. Yeah. yeah so, and it turns out it's something else. She just says like, I broke up with Bill this morning. 
And like, uh, I think everybody acts aghast. And yeah, everybody's like, "Oh shit!" Well, yeah, I, I like that she said she broke up. Like, mm. I broke up. Yeah, I find that the longer the term of the relationship, the more disagreement there is over who actually ended it. Yeah, mm. I'm pretty sure he did. Mm. You know what I mean? Like yeah. he gave her an ultimatum. She didn't know what to say. He definitely did the breaking. You know. And then and, later she says to her friends, "I just broke up with." Yeah, this I movie. just broke up. You know, well, she maybe could've. she could have like stepped in and said something. She could have been like, "All right, fine, let's do this. Like, let's set the wedding date. Let's right. you know, make it official." Yeah, she she could have. Yeah, she just was confused. Like, she didn't know what was happening. She's like, "Why don't you want to come and have sex with me?" Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Because I want a commitment. I'm that guy." And she's just like, "Whoa!" But I know? I do get the impression that she's claiming credit for the breakup yeah, more yeah. out of a hurt kind yep, of like I she agree. Yeah. she doesn't want to seem like she's the one that got thrown out kind right, of right. yeah. And the last uh, scene that we saw them together, he was on a boat sailing away, and she was yelling after him on the dock. So this time, he sails away quietly, and she's yep. quiet also. Yeah. Like, Wait, which nobody, scene are you talking about? Nobody's protesting here. The nympho here. scene. The oh, nympho the nympho scene. scene, right, yes, of course. So she's, like, yelling after him, you know, in that scene, and this one, she's just, like, kind of letting it go. Like, he's, she's letting him ride off into the sunset. So, yeah, she says, I broke up with Bill this morning, meaning that Bill broke up with her, but she let it happen. It's like a mutual thing. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I, I I think it's more she's just saying, you know, she's, like, treading water, basically. Uh, uh, maybe a little saving face, not yeah. wanting to admit that it's it's her fault. You know could be I mean? either way. Yeah, it like, could also just be, like, a super unimportant line. Uh, perhaps. <laughs> like, in the like, next minute, maybe she'll just explain like it. I don't know. <laughs> no, I suspect in the next several seconds, like, she's yeah. going to have to give some sort of explanation. Because, yeah. mm-hmm. like, her whole work, you know, work has just come to a stop. Yeah. yeah, like this I'm, needs uh, to be addressed. Yeah, I'm more worried or uh, you know concerned about why everybody's so like uh, they're like every, yeah they're like gasp and Daisy's like oh shit after JoJo just said that she broke up with Bill like shouldn't they be kind of used to this by now? Well, like, you think this is not the first time that they've broken? Yeah, up? Yeah, I think this has happened like three times in this movie oh, so right, far, right, right, and right. probably like six times in the past couple months. You know? Yeah. Oh right, well, yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay, sure. But they're like, oh my god, it finally happened. Well, like, maybe no, it happened. It happened last week, and yeah. it happened the week before. Maybe that. they're getting something off of her body language, like the same reason that yeah. they all, you know, noticed her coming into the place. It wasn't just mm-hmm. the three hours early, yeah. as Julia Roberts says. You're acting weird. Yeah, yeah. She's not herself. Yeah. Something seems off about her. Right. To be fair, I would never show up three hours early to work. Yeah, like, no matter uh, how upset. What, you what is that? <laughs> You'd sooner stand on that dock for three hours. I would sooner stand outside my work for three hours than go in there and start working. Just doing nothing. Do you think, I guess they're all probably hourly employees. Do you think she clocked in? I don't know. Maybe they have like, do they have punch cards? cards? Probably not. I'm going to say it's pretty loose. Because they all work for tips, probably. Maybe a notebook. Oh yeah, that's a good point. (laughs) At the end of the night, Leona just has a notebook and she's like, okay, so she was here today, she was here today, and she was here today. My three only employees. I think I would just, if I was Leona, I'd probably chalk that up to like, well, this makes up for all the times that she came in late. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) They're the same. Yeah, and then JoJo says, uh, it's no big deal, and that is the end of the minute. Yeah, but it clearly is a big deal. Kind of. Like, I mean, she, she showed up for work for three hours. You know, if you, like, you were just saying how you would never show up work for three hours. Mm-hmm. Uh, work three, three hours, hours early. early. But if you did, I would be like, ooh, something is up. Yeah, yeah, well, like, I, I imagine if I did that at my work, and I looked all, like, pissed off and started, like, slamming things, uh, somebody might be like, what's wrong, but... Yeah. Uh, they would just be more uh, happy to see that somebody's like there's another employee there, you know, because usually it's like the bare minimum on right. like an afternoon day. Right. 
Yeah, so wait, let's go back to figuring out their schedule a little bit here. So, okay, so she's three hours early, so she probably, does she show up after lunch? Is that what we're thinking? Maybe she shows up, like, after three, and this is, like, noon? Okay, so wait, so maybe, like, she, does she take over for Cat, maybe? Is Cat, like, the daytime person, and then there's a little bit of overlap? Cat wouldn't be a daytime person, because Cat's in school. Well, it's summer. And she's out of school. It's summer and she's out of school. And she's yeah. watching the kid. At... Yeah. She's when watching she watch the, kid the kid at night and at she's night? Uh, at Mystic Pizza in the daytime. This is Cat. Doesn't right? she have another job or something? Wasn't that referenced at some point? Oh, she has the planetarium. Oh, yeah, the planetarium. How could I forget? Which, I don't know. It could be a day or a night job. Real work ethic on her. Probably, yeah. Well, at some point we saw... Um, well, this sure, is, this is know, a real subtle thing. We don't know Kat's schedule, but um, I'm sure Kat knows Kat's schedule. She left her planetarium job, but there were still people going into the planetarium when she did that, which implied mm-hmm. that she wasn't on the later shift at the planetarium. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's a weekend job or something. <laughs> right. We're going to have to watch this movie in full over again. <laughs> to really get Kat's schedule down. Yeah. <laughs> Studious notes. I don't even want to get into So I think, in conclusion, though, there must be other employees of Mystic Pizza that we're just not aware of, right? Yeah, there's probably, like, Friday night people, and, um... So maybe these people are just all on the same shift together. Yeah. Yeah, they're, like, the core crew. Maybe they're the only ones that are full-time. So if we were going to write a sequel to Mystic Pizza, we could set it today, or mm-hmm. we could just have it be the other shift. I'll give yeah. you like a Rosencrantz and Guildenstern kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. The, the people watching the three girls and commenting on, that would commenting be a on their life. That would <laughs> I be love that movie. Idea. I, always I, wanted, movie. I always wanted to write a uh, that kind of situation for uh, Good Burger, just have people following what's going on. They're like, boy, now there's two restaurants here? This one's weird. Everybody's wearing silver and the burgers are really huge. <laughs> for a while we had that uh, Batman story going oh yeah like but then uh, somebody actually there was like a sitcom that came out with like a not too dissimilar premise oh yeah yeah it was just a story that took place in Gotham we, me and Holford had this idea of like uh, like the catering company that works for Wayne Manor yeah, we had this idea of just like a uh, slacker caterer who mm. just kind of kept getting into trouble at Wayne Manor and like kind of accidentally stumbles across the Batcave. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but he's at work. Like while like he's looking the for the Wi Fi password. Oh my god. He's like crawling under Bruce Wayne's desk, like looking for his router. <laughs> router. <laughs> and he accidentally hits like a pedal and then slides like face first down into the Batcave. And just like. He knocks over the big penny and stuff, just mm-hmm. stumbling around yeah, in the dark. That's, that's pretty brilliant. That, that could be animated pretty easy, probably. Yeah, we were thinking about doing it as a comic, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think I'm, I have some drawings like drawn out for uh, that story, actually. We actually had some creative disagreements on it, though. Like, I wanted to, uh, I wanted to keep it really um, pared down to, like, just... Like, I wanted it to be a basically a workplace story. Sure. Um, but you had all these ideas about, like, um, Poison Ivy and, like, nightclubs. <laughs> well, I was, uh, I was setting the background of this, like, you know, it was still, like, a contained, uh, you know, bottle story. Mm-hmm. But it had to exist at a certain point in the Batman universe, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, you had to, like... No, it didn't. Because that, <laughs> that shit's pretty concrete, you know? It's set in stone. No, there's like there's just like an Uber Batman story, and it's just set during that, you know. Mm, yeah. Like at one point, we wanted him to come back up from sneaking around the Batcave, and he comes up, and everybody at the party is passed out on the floor from some kind of gas, and so then he has to be he has to pretend that he was passed out too. Yeah, like Roger Bulls walking just around, just kind of lays down and like pretends he's asleep. <laughs> I think that's how I, I it think ended. I think ultimately it has to be tra- a tragic ending because. 
like clearly he couldn't survive because mm-hmm. he he'd know the secret. Mm-hmm. And what if like he fell down like? Well, we had Alfred paying him off. Like, <laughs> yeah, I think there was one point where Alfred just gives him like three thousand dollars. And he keeps asking for more than Alfred like, finally uh, has to kill him. He's like, uh, <laughs> you can never come back to Wayne Manor. Here's three thousand dollars. Or I think there was there was a part where Alfred comes down to the cave and he like shoots him with like a tranquilizer dart, mm-hmm. and he wakes up in this hospital room. But uh, then, like, as he's, like, getting up from this hospital room, he finds out the hospital room is just, like, in the Wayne Manor. <laughs> yeah, it's, like, behind the kitchen. Yeah, Perfect. he's just still there. He's <laughs> <laughs> forever part of the mansion now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so Alfred gave him some money to, like, uh, to go away for a little bit, but then he, like, sneaks back into, like, another shift <laughs> at uh, Wayne Manor just so he could check out the Batcave again. And that's when everybody gets gassed. And so you guys we, put more than a little bit of thought. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we had like several long meetings, like where we were writing down notes. That's for amazing. That. Yeah, I'm telling you, man, I did some drawings. Coming soon. I think. Uh, what was the name for it? I don't think we ever had it though. I liked. Uh, I liked Midnight at the Gotham uh, Children's Hospital 25th Anniversary Gala. Yeah. Midnight at the Gotham Children's Hospital 25th Anniversary Gala. And it makes sense that a caterer would just keep showing up to uh, like Wayne Manor because like you know Bruce Wayne is always doing these like social events and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think Bruce Wayne is like never in the story himself at all. No, no, no. I think or, uh, on one time he's like glimpsed yeah. across the room right. and it's exactly. just, everybody's just like, "That's Bruce Wayne." That's amazing. Like, you know. Uh, getting back to the movie, uh, who do we think won this minute? Oh, uh, ooh, who did win this minute? Who is in Bill this is minute? like kind of not in this minute. Yeah, oh, I don't yeah, think he's in this right. minute. I guess you're it was right. last minute. So we've got the core, uh, you know, Mystic Pizza yeah, ladies. Yeah, we got all three gals. We have the owner. We have uh, Manny, also the dishwasher. I vote for Manny. Yeah, you think that, how does Manny win this, the win this minute? the eyeballer? Because I don't know. He just, you know. No, I don't really have an argument. For because he's the least involved. He's the least okay. involved. I still in the say Bill. I still, it's all yeah, about. He's just it. having a normal day at work. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm on board. M- Manny won the minute. What about you, Alex? Who do you no, think won I'm, the minute? I still. I, it's it's all about him. It's, yeah. it's still all about him. All about like, all, all the tension. Her, you know, she. I just broke up with Bill. Like it's still like he did. A, he it was it was a very powerful, pivotal moment. That, <laughs> that, that previous minute, like he just said, "Look, I'm not. You can't just touch my dick when you want to. Like you, you gotta, you gotta, you if you want, you gotta put a ring on it. You know, and so mm-hmm. so like and, and guys don't generally say that to ladies. Yeah, you, you know, and uh, so. I think that was very important. That's that's very. Uh, I bet he's out on that boat, just like totally regretting. He's just like, ah, oh, I, I could have had sex for three days. No, yeah, but this, like, this, <laughs> and he's on a boat at the same time, so he's like, I can't even turn around because I'm already like 500 feet out. <laughs> no cell phones. Yeah, I think it's very. It's a very uh, interesting. That's a very interesting scene for a movie in the 80s. Like that's. I think it's really interesting. Yeah, we were saying that we thought it was it was somewhat progressive uh, of them, although like coupled with a bunch of not progressive stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was gonna say it's yeah. progressive, but in like, like a very wholesome way. You know yeah, I mean? like, it kind of flip-flops the traditional story because, like, the guy doesn't want to have sex with the girl, but... It's right, also, usually it's the yeah, yeah, guy exactly. putting pressure on the girl. Right, right, it's yeah. also for religious reasons, which right. I don't think lasted too much longer after Mr. Pizza was made, you know? Oh, well, yeah. No, I mean, hmm. Well, you know, <laughs> that takes us back to the, the opening conversation. Right, 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 right. It all comes full circle, yeah. Mystic Pizza. Yeah, I think I was saying a couple episodes that uh, religion was very unsuccessful on making me feel guilty about sex. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so I really don't relate to Bill. On yeah. that. <laughs> that's why I got married. Just mm-hmm. so you guys know. Oh, really? Yeah. Like you know, you're not supposed to do it, and then you're like, you do it, and it's the best, and mm-hmm. you feel super guilty, and you're like, all right, we got to get married. 
Alright, well, we won't do it again until we get married, and of course, like, you're alone, and you're a mm-hmm. biological human being, mm-hmm. and you're like, and you're like, you, you do it again, and it's amazing, and then you uh, you feel guilty because of religion, and, and so that's why we got we got married. Yeah. Not, I mean, everybody's like, oh, you got pregnant? No, no. My pull-out game was super strong. <laughs> but, but, but uh, yeah, that's what religion made me That's do. interesting. So, yeah. yeah, that's an interesting perspective Like that's relevant to like you know the situation going on. So can, yeah. you, can you relate to Bill at all? Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, I, totally, I totally can. I mean, except, you know, I, I went through with it. I suspect that they might go through with it. I guess that's another open question here. Like, as, you know, a big part of our podcast is that we haven't seen the rest of this movie. Mm-hmm. So, like... Are they going to work it out? I think they have to, right? Yeah. I still like four or five minutes is... left in this movie. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, you know, if I'm going to foreshadow them, it's going to be... I'm going to go with the... She's going to have an epiphany that this incredibly good, handsome man wants only her. Mm-hmm. And that is a, that's a very powerful thing. Mm-hmm. But she could say, it's time for me to move out of the town and start a new life. You know, I don't know. So I'm going to go with the, the romantic ending. Yeah, yeah I, th- I think so too. I think of all the relationships, and and, and actually at this point, it, it seems like it might work out for Charlie and Daisy too. Still not clear about what's going to happen which with leaves Kat. the cat story, which would be the most likely to not work out, really. Right, it, like, and, and not just for like logical reasons, but for like storytelling reasons and for like character reasons. Mm. Because like I just don't see like she has like ambitions that involve more than just getting married to some rich guy in town. Mm. You know, she's been accepted to Harvard. You know? Yeah, she yeah. wants to get into like astronomy. She is like still young, and uh, if she goes out with Tim Travers, he might even be like one of her first boyfriends. Uh, so you don't want your first boyfriend to be like an established architect yeah. who's like thirty five and yeah. married with a yeah. daughter. Yeah, fifteen yeah. years older than she is. I think yeah. that's going to yeah. be the lesson the cat learns ultimately. All right, well, uh, we'll find out shortly enough. Um, so uh, let's wrap it up here. Uh, this was the Mystic Pizza podcast. <laughs> This was Mystic Pizza. <laughs> Mystic Pizza the podcast. Yeah. Mystic Pizza the podcast, everybody. I've been making that mistake a lot late recently. I, uh, um, I think we should go full on headfirst into dropping minute. Maybe we should go with initials like MPM. MPM. I yeah. think we kind of do almost sometimes. Uh, when? I don't think that's ever happened. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's something that seems like would happen if I don't feel like typing out Mystic Pizza Minute. Anyway, all right. Well, uh, thanks to our uh, producer, Steve. Thanks to our musician, Bungler. Thanks to you, the listener. Thanks to our guest, Alex Kolick. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Windsor. Thanks, me. <laughs> Thank you to the Pope. Yep, always. Thank, Thank you to oh, Santa Claus. Thanks to Eagles. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, Ooh. Eagles. That happened. We put up a little thing on the episode that just went up yeah. about it, but, yeah. Um, maybe we'll talk more about that in the next episode. Okay. Exciting. Maybe, maybe not. Or maybe not. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Toodle in.